Welcome to the house of the fairies. Y'all lose your babies. Yeah, we here. We here. Hello. Yeah, we here. Stop playing, bro. It's a little vibe for you, huh? Yeah. Got the eyes back, nigga, girl. You know how I feel about you. Yeah, I know. From I from I have a toy in my mouth tonight now. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm shit, shit. How y'all doing, man? It's the house of the Felders, man. What's going on, you guys? I'm your host, Marcus. I'm your co-host. Shade. And we here, man, for another episode, man. What's going on, babe? Nothing. Who was that? Uh, her name is Mater. Mater? Mater. Not Mater. Mater. Okay. Like May T A at the end. Okay. Yeah, that's Mater. So, yeah, I kind of discover, man. She on Rock Nation, man, and she got some tunes. I fuck with her. I fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? Pretty heavy. Fuck with her pretty heavy. What's up with you, girl? You all right? You still stiff? No, I ain't as stiff as I was earlier. I done loosened up a little bit. You know, we did a little workout earlier. Well, well y'all you, did. You I kind of, I kind of just maneuvered through this you know time. It, you know what it was though. You was tired from them uh, activities earlier. Yeah, we um cut trim, down the yeah. the rose bushes today, so I was sweating a little bit from that. After that rain. Yeah. What was it before the rain? Yeah, yeah, it was before the it rain. It was before the rain, yeah. That heat pop out a little bit. It was on your ass a little bit. Yeah, you know, so did a little bit of sit-ups, and I planked for six seconds. Yeah. And you was like, man, look, man, I'm just, nigga, this shit is over for the day. <laughs> nigga, I'm I tired. tried, though. I tried. You know, I did a little something, but... I ain't put nearly as much effort in as I did the time before. But, you know, can't do too much. I feel you, honey. Take it baby steps. I feel you. If we keep up this pace next year, this time, I should be able to run through these exercises smoothly and be in shape. I just think it's important for us to start looking at, uh, you know, how we want to look in our 40s because we are approaching. And I think Three that we look, years. yeah, and I think we look pretty damn good. But just outside of looking good, I want to move good. You yeah, feel me? Feel good. I want to feel good and move good, and you know, and just uh, you know, so I I just been trying to be consistent with that. You know what I mean? So we can be able to keep up with that five year old. Soon to be six. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, but you know what? I've been wanting to set goals for myself, like. Today, I might not cold today, but the last time I didn't cold was we went to go see Jaden play his first home game down in Branchville. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had, we, you know, we had a couple things going on today, but, like, I want to set goals for myself mentally. I want to cold every day. Mm-hmm. I want to at least do three workouts a week. Okay. And... Um, just now, and, and, and also, I found a strategy where I can get through a book. I should, I should get through a book in a week. Mm-hmm. And you know, instead of a, you know, it's you know, it's not about knowledge application, but just knowledge acquisition. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm saying, you know what, man? If I got time to watch these TV shows, which we love to do, right? I need to make space to do things that can change my life even more. Absolutely. You know. I agree with you. You know, and, so. You know, I'm not, I'm done with school. My school now is helping the kids with their homework projects, uh, teaching Shadow how to read and write. Who the hell in school? The kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you doing the coding thing. You're not in school for it, but. I'm learning a new You're skill. learning a new skill. And you know you shouldn't you shouldn't deny yourself a new skill. Listen, my focus now is my children, getting them together, keeping them focused, motivated, disciplined, determined, um, all that good stuff. But I will, 
I am on the bandwagon of working out. I do want to not, I just want to be able to move and not be stiff and out of shape and out of breath. Yeah. You know, so I am on that bandwagon. Absolutely. Yeah, so my goals are a little different, but it's okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yo, now that we got our friendly, friendly banter out the way, you know, just want to chop up with my wife, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's been a grind. It's always a grind trying to uh, grow as a person, raise children, uh, try to give your significant other 100%. Sometimes Absolutely. you can't Sometimes you can't do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the work that you got to put in, you know what I'm saying? And Father Law told me, man, when I asked him for your hand in marriage right there in D.C., you know, he was on a little tour guide and shit, and he said, man, hey, you got my blessing, man, because, you know, I'm – I've seen you grow, you know, but it ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to be easy, man. It's a lot of work. Goddamn Randy, you right. <laughs> Goddamn think, Randy, you right. I think, it's be, I think it is easy being married to me. I mean, it is, but, you know, it is, it's, it's not deal because you, let me see. From the aspect of, Men now, they get their views from the internet and how other people perceive women. Right. And specifically black women. Right. And I find it funny because it's like, man, that's not my experience. Now, have I had experience with a certain type of woman? Yes, but I don't come in here and talk about that. Right. Because why shine light on that when you have to, you know, I, I just believe in shining light on whether it's a positive woman or man. Shine light on that. because. Right. You know, you're always gonna have your, you know, your bad apples. But nah, it, I mean, being being married to you is easy, but you it know, it is work. It is work. You know what I'm saying? It, it is work on both ends. You know, it's gonna work. You know, what I mean, I just try to, I just try to, uh, to continue on this progress of just um, evolving as a man, and I'm hoping I'm doing a good job. You, you know are. Trust me, I have noticed yeah. the growth mentally. Emotionally, you know, and I'm proud of you, you know. for the changes that you've making. You try every day to be a better man, to be a better role model for Shadow and Mariah and the boys, you know. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. Keep it up. So let's transition into just being a role model and also, um, Growing as a man, and we're gonna start episode six of the shy season six with Emmy. Okay, and you know, Emmett is going through some things, he is, he really is. Okay, all right, Emmett got in the mirror and said, I ain't no bitch, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like. Sir, you are doing the most. But I get it. He had to hype himself up. Felt like he had to, you know, defend his family and stand up to Duda. Which, like I thought, didn't turn out how he thought. But listen, understand this. I don't see anything he did wrong with getting in that mirror with that gun and then shaking and saying, I ain't no bitch. I ain't no motherfucking bitch. I don't see anything wrong with that because, right? Darnell told him, "Son, you're not you're not built like that." Right. And there's nothing wrong with not being built like that, bro. No, right? It ain't. It ain't at all. Right. So this man know that this nigga Duda will take you the fuck out. Right. He witnessed it early in the season when nigga was chewing gum loud and got his goddamn ass killed on the couch. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand the thought process of him with that gun shaking and saying, I ain't no bitch. Because you might not be a bitch, but dealing with someone who has no regard for life. Right. That's different. You got to hype yourself up. That different than got that running up on Raw. Now, Raw might be a killer. We don't know. We're going to find out. Who is Raw? I'm on. Okay, okay, okay. Jesus Christ. Man, listen. Right? 
So you've been calling him Amon all this time. Now you want to call him his character name because you know he been getting his acting skills up just a tad bit, just a tad bit. He he ain't his wife, Tiana, but you know whatever. But yeah, I I just I I'm you know you know I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? And the two, Keisha, I got a fucking problem. You talking about? You know, you putting this family in danger. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm going to be honest with you. Shawty, if I come to Shawty and say, hey, man, I'm dealing with such and such, whoop, whoop, Shawty going to be on my ass about that shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't want this house. I don't want this. You don't need to open up this. We doing all right, nigga. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way. Yeah. I don't want this shit. We will continue to be in this apartment until. Until we get it the right way. We get it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with Duda. You already know. What that come with? Do you know what the fuck that come with? Like, there's no just stop dealing with Duda. That you can't just not deal with him after he's put you in a better house, brand new car, all his money. Now you got chains, chain restaurants, and now you talking about you just want to cut ties. Absolutely, we ain't even going that deep into it. First of all, absolutely not. Our apartment is clean. We got a safe space to lay our head. It might be a little tight right now, but hell no. Yeah. So I, like you know, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at. You know, it's kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, hey, I ain't no bitch. I ain't no bitch. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no bitch. All right. He had to talk himself into that. Yeah. You know, because I'm dealing with a killer. You know what I'm saying? You know. And what happened when he went to go see Doodle? No. Huh? What happened? Are you serious right now, bro? Got his motherfucking head peep. <laughs> Got his motherfucking head cap. You know what I'm saying? Pistol whip. Now listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Lean away. Y'all got to do a better job. If someone get pistol whip, I need a bruise. I need a motherfucking bruise. Something bleeding or something. That nigga hairline was still straight. Yes. Yeah, Come on right. now. Now they did do a good job when um. Bakari, yeah, when Bakari got beat up, Come on, he man. had a swollen eye and a and a bruise. You know, his face was messed up pretty bad. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Lean away. Listen, if a nigga, I've seen a nigga get pistol whipped. His shit was fat up, bro, Paul. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. What? Yeah, what? I'm tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But listen, you got to do a better job. Nigga get pistol whipped. He got to have some type of mark on there. You know what I'm saying? He got to have some type of battle wound. Because it took a lot of pride to walk up there and put that pistol on goddamn doodle. And not pull the trigger. Yeah, I was like, oh, this nigga is crazy. I he, thought he was going to do it, bro. He, I, I knew he wasn't going to do I it. I thought he was going to be I the knew one. he, you know, for some reason, I thought he thought goddamn doodle was going to bitch up. Doodle wasn't going to bitch up because he know, he know. Him and Darnell know. Boy, you ain't built like this here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Darnell might be built like that. That's why I fuck with Darnell. Darnell might be built like that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Any nigga walk around with that goddamn earpiece all day? <laughs> he said, don't let that earpiece fool you. Don't let that earpiece fool you, nigga. <laughs> don't let that motherfucking earpiece fool you, nigga. <laughs> Shall I drop your motherfucking ass? You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, man. You know, um, you know, I just want um, Emmett, man. You know, I feel for him. I hope he gets through this, man, but the only way you're going to get out of this shit is if somebody take Duda the fuck out, man. Yeah. And I fuck with Duda, you know what I'm saying? Duda got that fucking old school bootsy fade. I fuck with Duda, you feel me? Big shadow. Yeah, he just doing the most, though, like. What you mean doing the most? God, cuz. He's a man, criminal. He's running the city. I get it, but why? Then why the fuck Duda always at the chop shop? Because that's where he... For right now, that's where he got to keep his money because the businesses won't take his money. Why the fuck you got to be there all the time? What the fuck going on, dude? Why he the fuck you always at the chop shop? He got to be somewhere. Man. He can't be laying up in the penthouse and just letting his his uh, soldiers run everything. Yeah, got he two, got to show up. That nigga got two soldiers. Man, look at me. If, if, Rob, if you don't take this nigga out, to, man, it ain't, it ain't easy taking a nigga out like him. Man, I only seen two soldiers. Okay. If you can't take them two niggas out, if you ain't got somebody to roll with you, nigga, bring Tiff. Tiff tough than a motherfucker. You feel me? Tiff ain't that tough. She it. Tiff is not that tough. She, she is not. She is not finna do no drive by with Rob. They're not doing a drive by. Man, bring Tiff in there. Listen, you can hold. You, you, you can set this whole shit up. You can set this whole shit up. Look at 
I know one of them soldiers would love to knock Tiff off. Love to bunk over the couch. I'm trying to tell you. So set set it up like they gonna get some some like ass. The, like they gonna get some ass. You slide on in that motherfucker. You you and do the one on one, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't Come like on now. I don't like that game plan. Come on now. Come on now. I'm glad you ain't lean away because I don't like that storyline. What I'm saying is, not make it obvious, but you got you know what I'm saying. You got to put it. You, bro, you got to put the motion. You got to put the plan in motion. Come on now, Tiff ain't no ugly woman. No. Both of them boys knock off now. And them niggas think with the dick before they think with their brain. Trust me. I'm trying to tell you. Tiff will get them distracted. They, yeah, and they won't think it's a setup. Tiff will get them distracted. All she, for some ass. She she might have to grab a dick or two. But she <laughs> we got to get the job done now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, mama crazy as hell. Well, his mama need to be the one to take him out. She she, she said that she used to doing shit like that. So why you can't? T- I found out who killed him. Oh, she used to doing shit like that. <laughs> we not. Let's not do that because I already know where you going. She fly ass all the way from LA. <laughs> all the way from LA. There you go again. That Donnell baby from LA. I'm trying to tell you, you know. There you go again. That Donnell baby from LA. You know what I mean? Listen. Hey, Mark, <laughs> Mark was in that ass. She, she was rocking ball world that goddamn mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the shy. We ain't talking about a thin line. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, well, yeah, man. Um, somebody got to get doodle, man. Somebody got to get doodle, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody get doodle. But listen, we got we <laughs> Victor. I've never seen Victor this goddamn discombobulated. Never seen Victor like this. Right. He act like this ain't his first time dealing with the police. But listen, you got to understand, man. The man that turned his whole life around. This man got damn city councilman. He's trying to do good in the community. And all this could be snatched away. All this could be snatched away. Well, what the hell is he waiting on to get a lawyer? Like, you listening to your because, listen, advisor. If the feds would have had something on him. He been gone. I get that. He but you gone. know they snooping. You know they asking questions. You know they going to be watching. They know you was with Duda in the car. They got a theory that he was, that he dumped the body. Nigga, get you a lawyer. And anytime the, the feds come to you, talk to my lawyer. If they would have had something on him, concrete, he been locked up. I'm trying to tell you, no feds don't play. No Either fear. way. <laughs> no fear come. No fear come. Either way, oh. you the councilman. You should be smart enough to know the lawyer up. Man, listen, man. His shorty. His shorty, listen. <laughs> Y'all will confuse a nigga. You hear me? What she do? What for, did she do? For one, she wanted him to flip. She wanted him to flip. Then later on the episode, but what about us? See, see, shit like that, man. It, it, you know, that will make it tough when you're in a marriage, fella. They ain't married, but I'm saying it make it tough because uh, on one hand, they want you to do this. Then when they had a couple few, couple fucking days to think, now what about us? Now I'm like, shit, I'm ready to go snitch. Now you talking about what about us? Oh, shit, I'm confused. <laughs> she ain't made the situation no better. She ain't made the situation no better. She ain't made it no better, baby. I mean, come on now. I agree. I agree. But, you know, after you had a, a few days to think about it, it's like, well, you know, you do make sense. If they if the feds really had something, he'd have been locked up. So maybe you shouldn't tell. Maybe you shouldn't take the plea deal. I tell you. You know, so I don't know. You thought, but at least she ain't fold, though, because you thought sure she was going to fold and leave his ass after she told him, after he told her what he did. You just knew. Is she a real uh, trans? Yeah. I don't know. I got to look that up, man. That's a good job. No motherfucker fool somebody if she want to. Yeah. Yeah, fool somebody if you want to. That's a strong jawline if she ain't. Man. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you crazy as hell. I'm just oh, saying. She pretty, but. All right, all right, y'all. Come on. Yes, yes. You're right. But Victor, man, you got some decisions to make now. He did end up telling Rob who killed goddamn, who killed his uncle. Mm-hmm. He did tell him. So. Okay. Can we talk about, because remember, after he told him, you was like, it's war. Right? Mm-hmm. So that means Rob and Victor can't be cool. Sorry. Can't be cool anymore. Because. No, it's not even that. I think how I took it is that, yeah, you you know, you know what it is right now because I got to go kill this nigga. So. And I know that's why Victor told him. Yeah. I knew that. I, I figured that off the muscle. Yeah. Like, that's why Victor told him. That was a play. You know. That was a play. So you can take Duda out. That was he a play. out of everybody's hair. That was a play. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Victor but was. what does that mean for Victor and Rob? Are they beefing? Nah. I mean, he didn't kill him. Nah, 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 nah. There ain't, ain't, ain't no beef. See, this this goes into the handbook of street niggas. Oh, okay. See, I. And I'm not a street nigga, okay? I'm just being clear. But the handbook of street niggas is, you know, we have a conversation. We know what it is. Now, I'm not coming at you. You know what I'm saying? But, like, right. some shit going to unfold. But keep your head on the swivel because he's going to know. That you told. That you told. Because he was the only one with him. Come on. Now. When the shit happened. Come on. Okay, 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 okay. Come on. I see what you see where you're going with this. Come on now. So you know you got to got to, listen, man. This is, that street that street nigga playbook is very deep. I see. Niggas don't run the plays all the time. But it's very deep. I see. You know Too much saying? for me to try very to deep. keep up with. Um Bakari, man. Bakari. Uh, it was it was a lot of focus on. I really like this episode too. The last two episodes have been fire. Yeah. Um, been a lot of focus on Bakari. You know, his sister popped up. No motherfucker like real sister. Yeah, bro. they do. They look alike you for know. real. You know, she, she, she looked like that bull dagger. Then when you dress up, hey, she I got a, I got a, I got a coworker man, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't gonna say his name, right? But you know. We had a we had a uh, we had a female that was in the warehouse, and uh, yeah, six four, six four side boy y'all, market side boy, and um, you know she she had light girls, but she was pretty, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She was very very pretty. You know, you know who I'm talking about? I tell you, you know what I'm saying? But you know, very pretty woman, and you you know, this guy was like, man, I'm trying to teach shit. I eat a pussy real good. Make a cum, too. I put a skirt on her ass. Have her ass around here like a woman. I was like, yo, my nigga, did you just thought about us all this right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, it ain't. He been thinking about her and like that. That nigga said, yeah, I put a skirt on her ass. Eat a pussy. And he was like, eat a pussy. Make a cum, too. I said, oh, shit, you's a, you's a, you's a tongue-twister-ass nigga. I feel you, boy. But, yeah, Bakari's sister, that same logic, put a dress on her ass, put a little makeup on her, pretty as hell. You know what I'm saying? Pretty as hell. I guess. I you know? Going. Pretty as hell. But that was a, you know, you understand when, you know, like, they, they, they playing out this, Character of Bakari pretty good. They playing them out, and um, that's a reflection of an aspect of young black men. And I've never been to Chicago, but I want to say an aspect of that from Chicago. Been in foster homes, family split, no parents involved, right? Mm-hmm. Gang street. You know, he killed Ryan. He got a body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like all this anger. And you know, you 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 just, I'm just entrenching to these characters, man, because it's like, man, like all these guys are different. Jake, Kevin, Papa, Bakari, all these young gentlemen are different. Mm-hmm. 
got different um, backgrounds and not really backgrounds, but how they're brought up. Background? Yeah, how they're yeah. brought up. And, you know, I think Bakari's character is speaks a lot a lot to what you were saying. Um, and it's more so um, the anger and stuck between a rock and a hard place because he want to do right, mm-hmm. but he can't because, again, he's in too deep with Duda. And also, but that was a choice. Nigga, you could have been working that goddamn um, at the... Uh, Smokies? At, yeah, you could be working at Smokies with Papa. You know what I'm saying? But niggas don't want to goddamn be out here... Making $15 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, you want to you wanna live a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Fast money. You know? So, I think... Um, um, Lene brother came and picked him up in the truck. Vic Vanessa, you've been doing a better job in acting this episode. I give you shit, nigga. I give you that, nigga. I swear, you you hard on him. I'm hard on. Uh, oh, pause. That was a pause moment. What? Jesus <laughs> Christ! What the fuck? Lord, have mercy. <laughs> My bad, babe. But yeah, he been he been he been. Uh, this episode was much better. Okay. Much better, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, man, Bakari, man, uh, we're gonna see how this shit all unfold, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to Pastor Jackson towards the end, but um, I'm just intrigued to see who's the one that's gonna get close enough to Doodle to take him out. I really am, yeah, that is still yeah. remains to be. I want to shift gears right quick. Okay. Lesbian behavior. Okay. Boy, these are, that lesbian life I got to be something serious. You ever thought about being a lesbian back in the day? No. You ever thought about kissing girl? Mm-hmm. See, but you probably the type, you want a girl to eat your pussy. I do. You don't want to, you do now? No, not now. Whoa. I, not now, not now. Whoa. <laughs> I did. Whoa. I thought about it. I thought about Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Nice. Yeah, I thought about it. I did. But what you were saying, stop looking at me like that. What were you saying? So, if you would have got that pussy ate back in the day. I don't think I would have been lesbian. I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, so you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have returned the favor? No. <laughs> like you something else, bro. Are you serious right now, bro? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh man, Dre, dog, like you don't understand how difficult that is. What, being friends with your ex? Yes. Now and you know, granted, I get it that you know, she cheated on you. Mm-hmm. I get that. But if this is, but if you holding this little, you know, this motherfucking spade over here, this little king of spade to maybe justify something, because it's like, yo, you got a little spark in the yeah when you talk about the ex, mm-hmm. you know, little yep. oompa loompa. Don't do that, babe. We're not body shaming. I didn't say she had a bad body. She, she oompa just, loompa. She's just short. That means. Shaped like oompa loompa. Okay, body shaming. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I just made listen, man. Let's behave or something serious. You know, I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? What is going it's on? It's a little sprinkle of that throughout the whole that episode. The sister was a stud, and then on her jacket when she was rapping at the end, it said gay, and it had the rainbow thing on the sleeve. She, boy, she, boy, she had won't gym. She did. You see, you see how Jake slid in there? Hell yeah. This my girl. Man, listen, man. What? You know, I always thought about it. Would you be, would, would a man be more upset if a woman took your girl versus a man? You know what I'm saying? Like, how would you, you know, because it's like, man, nigga, you know, you, you know, the nigga. But it's like, man, uh, bitch, that would, that, that would get you? 
Okay, what's wrong with that? Maybe she tired of dick. No, want something new. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's never the issue of penis. I think it's more of they're tired of um, the male. Like emotionally. Yeah, but I would think that it would be more emotional roller coaster between two women than a man and a woman. But that just me. Say that again now. It would be more of a roller coaster, more of an emotional roller coaster between two women than a man and a woman. I think so too, because I know a few lesbian couples, and they stay with some shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like every time you turn around. Yeah. See, I think two. I think two gay dudes relationship will last longer than two women. Well, I don't know. I mean, hell, I don't know. It ain't, it ain't semantics. It's real. I don't know for a fact, but I'm just saying. Two dudes, right? They gay. Right? Them niggas gonna be able to talk this shit out. They ain't gonna be goddamn unless, unless, unless one of them a thought. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think, I think niggas will be alright. Niggas will be alright versus women because it's just too much emotion. Now, don't get me wrong. Niggas emotional too. Niggas emotional too, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Who who knows? You know what I think? I think that gay couples are more emotional than just man and woman, to be honest with you. So, back to Dre. <coughs> I ain't mean to, you know, because she said something that made it seem like it was specifically for, like, gay people to do is to be friends with their ex, and it's okay, and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So... Is it is it not okay for like a heterosexual couple to not be friends with their ex? Like, is that a problem? Yeah, to a certain degree, man. You can't be out here fucking hanging out with your ex and shit. Like, you know, y'all used to be fucking on each other and sucking and, and stuff like that on each other and all this here. And, you know, it's like I, I'm not I'm not comfortable here. You, you you what the fuck you mean you going to go go hang out with your with your best friend now? You used to suck on his dick. What the fuck? <laughs> Like what? <laughs> what the fuck? Like that? That's not goddamn. No, like you gotta set some type of boundaries, man. Okay, it's not about insecurities or anything. It's just like who knows if you might have that you sparkle. Still, it might have a sparkle, and it might not even just be feelings, but just anything can happen. Alcohol involved, but the, you know the. The vibe is cool. The next thing you know, got your head bobbing, and he goddamn clapping you from the back, and you want to come home to me and shit. You know what I'm saying? No, hell no. And vice versa. Just, you know what I mean? No friends with ex. No friends with exes, man. That, okay. That shouldn't, that shouldn't occur, man, at all, man. Well, I feel like it shouldn't be like that for anybody, whether you. So I agree with, what's the wife's name? She. Kevin Mama. Yeah, I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Kevin Mama on this. Like, you, you real pressed about me accepting the fact that you want to be friends with your ex. Nah, I'm straight. Yeah, that shit crazy. Okay. Well. Nina. Oh, okay. Nina. Nina. Yeah, yeah, I ain't, you know, that's, that's, um, that's unacceptable, man. Uh, you know, just especially when you know you've been engaged to this person, y'all y'all was in like a deep, deep, deep relationship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, hell no, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm. Huh. Nah. I wonder if that's something we should get a like a real opinion or perspective on. What you mean? Um, like the lesbian, gay dynamic. Well, hell, I you know. I think I think you know more gay people than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, I just think man, lesbian hit that lesbian behaving last episode was something else, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know, I really feel for Nina. Yeah. I, I really feel for Nina. I do too. And I don't think it's fair. I understand with Dre supporting Kevin and everything. I'm not saying she's supposed to be on that 
on the same bandwagon as just, oh, you, you know, what about here and what about us and whoop, whoop. But, like, you know, she raised these two kids, you know, husband wasn't around, divorced, whatever. And everything that she's been through with, um, Keisha being abducted, abducted, I said that right? Abducted. Abducted. Kidnapped. <laughs> God damn. Same thing, yep. Kidnapped. Um, Kevin with his situation back in season one, uh, uh, he, he shot Rodney. Like, you know, you know, dealing with All your two, that. raising your two kids in a, in a in a city like Chicago, beautiful city, but you know, every city has its its um problems. Its problems, you know. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. And um, so I'm more fifty fifty in the middle of I understand what she because I really believe, like I said earlier in a couple parts. Man, go take go go sit down and talk to your mama first. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you want her to be happy, and I and I feel for him too because he, you know, you want your moms to be happy because Dre, yeah, she she's like, yeah, she's my mom too, but she's more of a, you know, father figure type role. She just got titties, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, you want your mama to be happy with decisions you make. You don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying? It's just something about your mom's where you want her to be proud of you. So I felt the emotion that he had when he was venting to Dre. To, to Dre. Yeah. And But I also feel the mom's like, yo, like, this is a lot for me to process because you're my youngest. You're my baby. Right. And you're talking and about going to L.A.? Right. It's okay you know? that you in your own apartment five, 15 minutes away. You still in the same city, you still come over, but yeah. You, boy, you ask your mama for a lot, boy. She said she signed her rights over. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's why he figured it wouldn't be a, a big deal because I'm already on my own. I don't live here anymore. Because you 2,000 plus miles away. That's always a fucking problem. You ain't going to LA? Come on, man. I feel her, you know, that's her baby. And like you said, that, that mother son bond is is different. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how I would feel. First of all, like we said last part, I ain't signing my rights over. Second, once he's grown and out of high school, you know, if that's a decision he chooses to make, it ain't too much I can I can't do nothing about that, you know. I'm telling so, you. So I get it. I understand it. And then dealing with that and what Dre trying to get her to understand, like it's a lot going it's a on. Lot going it's a lot on. going on for Nina, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm you know, I feel for Kevin and also I, I feel for Nina too because that's that's a big decision and also you got this shit going on and you know, obviously, you know, she made her mistakes in the past. But like, you know, it's like man, look, I'm just you know, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on, you know what I'm saying, for her to process. She needs some time. Take your time, Nina. So, with Kevin potentially going to L.A., they graduate in high school. The plot is thickening. Do you think this is the last season? The way it's moving, I think so. Oh. Have you seen anything about it? I haven't looked that up, but... The way it's moving, I believe this is the last season. Because, you know, like, these episodes are intense, man. You know, every episode is, is new drama, is new new stuff. Um, well, it says right here that the shy season seven is anticipated to come out on Showtime by late 2025, early 2026. So, Oh, okay. No. Might just have a different storyline because right now it's focused on the kids growing up, you know. So the storyline might be a little, little different. Yeah. So a different focus, but okay. Yeah. So you know, um, I want to touch on two, one more thing before we get to Pastor Jackson. But I really, I really enjoy those, those, 
black men discussions in, um, that um, Vic they got going on. I really do. Um, at first, I was like, man, why I got to be related to your job and in this space? You know, y'all could be, you know, you could have this shit at one of y'all careers kicking and whatnot. But I got over that aspect, and I'm just like, man, this is a cool space for black men to sit down and to talk about what things that they got going on and nobody's judging but asking, how can we help? Right. Because a lot of times you be friends with guys and you would tell them, you like you will be vulnerable and tell them certain things. There is no, man, how can I help? Or even vice versa with, man, bro, I, hey, my nigga, I'm going through this here too. Mm-hmm. You got to figure this shit out together versus just you collecting your info and going back to the other homie and y'all just talking about each other. You know, you just talking about this nigga like he just ain't shit. Right. Man, I'm glad I ain't got that nigga problem, bro. Yeah. Like, a lot of that shit goes on. So I'm I'm really impressed by... Them creating a safe space. A safe space for black men to just come in, man, and just vent their problems, whatever the fuck they got going on. Mm-hmm. And... Just having a discussion and saying, man, you know, how can we help, bro? Do you know what I mean? Whether it's just, hey, man, just pray for me, man, or just whatever. You know what I mean? And to that point, it's a safe space. They they talked about it without going into detail. Going into detail. Not being specific about yeah. who, naming names, giving details. Mm-hmm. They giving just the underlining issue a general synopsis of what's going on, you know, and what nobody picking or prying, asking a bunch of questions just to be nosy. nosy, Yeah. Yeah, Just to be nosy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like that part too. Like no, everybody was going through something and it was crazy is everybody had a common issue. Wasn't everybody there? Just about, Mm -hmm. just about everybody there had the common issue due to, but nobody really spoke on it. Yeah. Yep. And so just the fact that whatever you need, bro, pray for me. Okay, cool. And then Jake was like, well, what if we don't pray? That was a very good question. Yep. That was a very good question. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, well, I need you to, and he was talking to his brother. Um, to, you know, just trust me. Yeah. You know? You know? Because not everybody is religious or spiritual, mm-hmm. you know. So if you don't pray, then whatever you do to get through your day, whether it's meditate, whether it's, I don't know what non-spiritual people do. Um, but whatever you do, do that. And trust me. Yeah. You know, so that was that was a deep moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish women could do that. I would think women do that more often than men. I mean, you have you have a safe space to talk to somebody, but you know, like not in a a group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not like in that type setting. You, 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 well, well, hold on now, because Nina, Dre, um, the little light skin shorty, mm-hmm. due to be hit sometimes. I forgot her name, and um, Jada, they be having their group discussions, girlfriends. Oh, yeah, and that's at a more intimate More intimate space, yeah. Yeah, so come on now. But I'm saying in real life. Okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Babe. Hmm? Ain't no way Pastor Jackson went out like that. Listen. Man, I got that nigga to fuck up all me, man. I could not believe that's the way. Like you couldn't shoot him with a silencer. I hate. I knew it. We knew it was coming. We both knew it was coming. But damn, this man got snuck up on and strangled. Strangled. Pastor Jackson, a big dude. Yeah, he ain't no small dude. No small dude. And he ain't. I'm pretty sure he ain't always been a man of the cloth. Like, come on, man, you ain't put up no fight. No fight. See, I would have preferred that scene to be, oh, this nigga snuck up on me, Pat Jackson got them showing him what it is, whoop, whoop. and then the other motherfucker come in, pap, 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 you know, hit him with the silence. You know what I'm saying? Some, 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 you know, it, it, it was just too easy and quick for a man of his size. Pause. You feel what I'm saying? Right. 
Like, come on now. Y'all, y'all got to do a better job. Yeah, you know, yeah. do a better, better if fucking he job. Was, if he was going to sneak in the man house, he should have just. How the fuck you sneak in the nigga house? I don't. Like, the, they don't lock doors around there. Why the fuck you lock a door in Chicago? And, and, and this is what, 2023? Yes. Yep, it is. Twi- in, the, in the episode, it is 2023. So, yeah. The fuck is going on? Yep. So Where the I, wife was at? Upstairs. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way you going to strangle me. You're going to string on me. We're going to knock down chairs, all type of shit, and you don't hear nothing. Right, and don't come downstairs. Come on, man. Yeah. Come like, on, man. Come you, on. He would have did, like I said, if he was going to sneak in the man house, you could have at least shot him with the silencer, put a pillow up or something. Like, that was, that. I don't know. I yeah. didn't like that either. Yeah. So I hate that past, you know, Pastor Jackson went you out like that. You said that shit, though. You said it. You yeah. said that, yeah. You know, you, you you know you call that yeah man look <laughs> that nigga about to die. Yep. You said that shit now. And I hate that um Papa and Pastor Jackson were at odds for the last interaction. Mm-hmm. I don't but that's real life. That's how you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, when bad things happen unexpectedly, you know? Most of the time, people are at odds with each other over dumb shit, you know. I'm glad he did. He was able to um, capture that uh, moment on his podcast, Papa's Pulpit, mm-hmm. yep, between him and his dad. So he was able to have that interaction with him, that moment of truth, and let them know that they was proud of each other and uh, what they wish they would have done. Oh, that shit was early episode, yeah, but still, he had he still he'll have that moment forever mm-hmm. on tape to listen back to. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll say this, man, before we wrap up, right about this situation. I'm just talking about the three friends: Jake, Kevin, Papa. Jake and Kevin grew up without a dad, right? Mm-hmm. You see them go through every situation. Um, whether it was good or bad, and you've seen them develop and learn from these situations, right? Um, Papa went through life with his dad, and uh, you know, remember one time, you know, he, he, you know, he got on Jake. He shit on Jake one time for not having a dad. Remember, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. the little school situation and whatnot. Yeah. But then, right now is a pivotal time because Papa's he he was. He was um, going against the grain of what his father stood for as a religious man, a pastor in the household, and whatnot. And you know, he's you know, up in age and graduate high school, so now he want to you know go out and make his own decisions and shit like that. I can I can agree, I can I can understand shit like that, right? right? But now, how I look at these three individuals how life is going to change for Papa now because you no longer have your father. What road are you going to go down? Because Kevin and Jake path from early has helped them navigate to who they are and becoming now. Right. So now you're going to have to navigate life without a father going from, from 17 or 18 to however old you're going to be before you leave this earth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I seen that and I was like, man, like life life is a motherfucker because something like that happening now, you've been having this this navigational system with you for the longest and now he's not here. Right. Your two older friends didn't have what you have. But their trials and tribulations built them to you know, Jake got he you know, got his business and also going from Reg to now Victor, the older brother coming back and being that father figure with him now, you know, you know, he he was a little tough for him, kind of still treat him like a kid. He ended up apologizing and stuff like that in their group discussion, but he he has that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And with Kevin, it's just, man, I'm out here making money at a young age, you know, and he's, he's, he's really – 
is 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 going into manhood at an early age and understanding his vision. Right. Without his father. But you know. I will say because Papa had a father up until now, he's always been wise beyond his years. Absolutely. So I think he's gonna be okay. Could be. Because he he did have that role model. Mm-hmm. He did have that inspiration. He did have that discipline up until now. Is it going to be rough? Absolutely. But I think he's going to be okay, and I think he's going to figure out how to maneuver in this world because he had that for 17 years. So I think he's going to be okay. We're going to see. We're going to see, man. You know, your father go out like that. He was a good man. You know, nobody's perfect, but I can see I can see a way where he, he you know, I see both ways. I can see where he learned those lessons and and whatnot that having that father figure in the house for 17, 18 years and I can see him now is I can't I can't rely on that anymore. He's not here no more. What do I do? You know. That can go that way too. It can. So, but I think he's he'll be all right. We'll see. We will see. Episode seven coming up next Friday. You know what I'm saying? Next fucking Friday. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see. So, but man, we've been. You know, we gave our recap. Spoilers like a motherfucker. So if you listen to this podcast, it's spoiled. I need to put that in the front of the podcast. We spoil shit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey man, we just here had a great discussion. Had a good time with you, babe. You know. Crown Peach got me feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be snoring like a motherfucker. You know it. <laughs> you you had a very eventful date today. That's right. So don't be rubbing my ass tonight, neither. I just like rubbing your ass because it's soft. No booty rub. Okay. I should. I got down. <laughs> it don't make me no deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm disciplined, baby. You know what I'm saying? House of the Feathers, y'all. Until next time. You know what I mean? We out.